welcome to the Life with Tim podcast. How are you? Hi, Tim. I'm well. It's so great to be here. I'm Mari Reesberg, and I'm super excited to chat with you today. Me too. I'm glad I did not try to pronounce your name. I would have said it wrong, and I apologize for that. It's okay. You know, I I use Mari. It's a nickname. My full name is Marika, and that is even more challenging to pronounce. <laughs> so it's all good. I navigate challenging names all the time, every day. Do what you can. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah. Anyway, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm really happy to be now. This is like one of my new favorite things to do. This is only my second one on Pod Batch. And awesome. Really cool. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, welcome to the world of podcasting. Thank you so much. Have you done a lot of these interviews or? Um, let's see. I have done a handful of them, but I also have my own podcast, the Sustaining Creativity Podcast, and that has been going on for the past year, year plus. So I have been in your shoes hosting and interviewing people since May of 2020. And uh, how, how, have, how have things gone since then? Have you grown or... How is that? Oh, going? absolutely. Yeah, it's been great. I love I love talking to people. I love um my topic on my podcast is creativity. I am a sucker for creativity. I love it. I think it's one of the most important aspects of being human is our ability to be creative and engage with creativity not only in our lives but in our relationships and in the world and it's so much more than just performing arts. Um, I'm very passionate about creativity. But yeah, in the past year, I've definitely grown the podcast and talked to some incredible people from around the world that I also have met through Podmatch. Awesome. So I can kind of see what it, what it will be like in a year from now. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Absolutely. So so you're, you like to talk about creativity and I like to talk about kind of living your best life. And I, I kind of have a feeling that those two things go hand in hand. What about you? A hundred percent. Yes. Living your best life, I believe, is living a creative life. And creativity, I think, can be really intimidating for a lot of people when they hear the word creativity. Many people assume, oh, I need to be a dancer, a singer, a artist, a painter, a musician. And my view on creativity is we're all creative. When you get dressed in the morning, that's a creative act. How you choose to drive to work, that's a creative act. What you make for breakfast, if you open the refrigerator and pull out items to cook, that's a creative experience. So I am all about making creativity really accessible for people and showing everyone how much joy and pleasure and fun creativity can add to your life. Okay, that sounds amazing. What you said about like uh, in the morning and what you take out to make for breakfast, like that's a creative choice. And mm -hmm. I think it's important too, is these seem like small choices, but bunch of small things make up your whole life absolutely so, okay so where do you want to go from here 
<laughs> well, let me share a little bit more. So creativity is absolutely a passion of mine, but I'm also a dance movement therapist. So I work with individuals from in a therapeutic setting, but I'm also a creativity coach and I support performers and non-performers around sustaining creativity. And I myself have a extensive creative background, not only in performing, but also just in life. So that's a little bit more about me. And I, yeah, I'm curious what creativity is. To, how does creativity show up in your life? Well, for me, I always, I just love coming up with ideas. Uh, I love dreaming about the future. Uh, mm -hmm. So brainstorming and, and and I like to uh, ask questions and I like to investigate. So I guess my comes out in the form of what I've been doing lately, which is YouTube, uh, this podcast and a blog. And I have like a different purpose for each one of those. And so mm. that's kind of how I've been showing my creativity because I've struggled with things like um, writing and like physically out, like uh, my writing looks terrible. So my writing and drawing and I'm not good at dancing and all these traditional things that you kind of talked about, like I'm not good at, but I love mm -hmm. speaking and I love expressing myself. Mm. And so that's kind of what I've been doing every single day. And when you say that you're a creativity coach, I'm almost like, okay, I got to work with because some days I'm like, I'm, I'm posting something to all three every day. And some days, like if I didn't meet a lot of people or I didn't get a lot of experience, I'm sitting here like, what the heck am I going to talk about today? Or like, what am I going to write about? And it's kind of hard. Yeah. Like what I usually do is I just sit down. Sorry, I'm long-winded. I sit down and as many ideas as I can. And I'll just pick the best one. And even if it's not good, I'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. I mean, here's one, if I may share a quick kind of tool or skill with you about creativity Creativity was really generated from our subconscious mind. So the 90% of our brain that we typically don't pay attention to is where creativity comes from. So by stream of consciousness writing, so if you were to write for 15 minutes without stopping, whatever came to your mind, by the end of those 15 minutes, you would probably have multiple ideas to share. Okay, that's a good one. That's a really and good one. Thank you. It's a way to just get kind of stream of consciousness. So allowing our prefrontal cortex or our evaluative part of our brain that likes to judge things and have opinions about things, which is very important. We don't want that to go away forever, but sometimes it needs to take a vacation. It's really great. It allows our subconscious to have a little more opportunity to play and show up and be invited to the boardroom table. So as we write in that stream of consciousness capacity, we have, we're allowing that subconscious creative space, more opportunities to show up. Okay. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I just thought of a, I want to ask you a hard question. I think it's going to be fun though. Please do. Okay, so you and I both believe that creativity is a big part of living your best life, right? Yeah. Well, I just want to put a scenario in case a couple people like this where you you meet them, uh, 
you talk to them and they say, oh, just, I would, I just like go to work. Like, oh, what do you do when you get home? Oh, you know, I go to bed and maybe watch some TV, but then I get up and I go to work. It's like, well, what mm-hmm. do you do? It's like, no, I work and I sleep and that's it. <laughs> and then you try to talk to them and they don't want to talk about anything in the, in the world. Do you think these people would be living a better life if they embrace creativity or do you think they're just the type of person that isn't, doesn't want to be creative? Like, you know, that's a really good question. And I, I guess I would have curiosity to, I wonder, you know, maybe they are being creative for them, like going to work, coming home, watching TV, going to bed. That's their expression of creativity what they're doing at work or how they get dressed in the morning might be their expression. Or maybe all it is is they wear a pair of glasses that brings them a lot of joy. And that's it. That's their creative expression or creative experience. And so I think we as humans like to evaluate and assess and judge other people quite a bit. Um, And to say that someone else isn't creative because their creative experience or expression looks different than what we might think of as being creative, I think might be a little limiting for all of us. And if we could just allow someone to express or be creative in their version of creativity, and if that brings them joy or that is their best life, I mean, I would be curious if they felt they weren't living their best life, then that would leave an open opportunity to incorporate more creativity, perhaps. Okay, so what I'm hearing that basically they could be living their best life and that different people have a different level of creativity that they need to be living their best life and that creativity comes in a spectrum. But also we, we could ask ourselves, Hey man, like, do you want to try something else? You know, absolutely, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I think I I see myself as a growth seeker. I love growing. I think personal growth is really important, and creativity is such a big aspect of that in my own life. And you know, sharing that with other people is important to me. But if someone else isn't interested in it, that's fine. It doesn't like, I don't take it personally. It's their life. They're the expert on their life. I'm not the expert on their life or the expert on their creative experience. So if they feel that they're creative, awesome. I support it. Those were words of a coach. You are the yeah. expert of your life. I am only the f- facilitator of change. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Uh, do you want to know a little bit more about me? I know this is supposed to be an interview about you, but <laughs> yes, please share. Okay, so I have a lot going on in my head. <laughs> like uh-huh. I have dreams of uh, being a life coach. I have dreams of being a speaker, of traveling the world, but I've kind of put them all, all kind of on hold for now. And what mm-hmm. happened is, about four weeks ago, my TV broke, and oh. Everyone- telling me like oh you should get a new oh like oh they took me to the store even like oh look there's a tv you could get it right now you have the money and i was looking at the tv and i was thinking about the days where i'm sleeping like i was sleeping like 15 hours a day 
I was looking for a job, but barely. And I was, when I wasn't sleeping, I was watching TV. And even when I was, I kept it on and I was rewatching the same shows over and over and over. I've seen like everything. And mm-hmm. I, I look at this TV in the store and I was like, I don't think I want to. And everyone was like, what? Like you play games, you're a gamer. You watch TV, you watch, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if I want to though. So I, I stopped watching I, I still have access to it once in a great while if I want it. I think I've watched a total of like five episodes in the last month of a show, which could mm-hmm. easily be not even a whole day for me in, before. Mm-hmm. So what happened next uh, is uh, like a week at one of my aunt's house and I was stuffing my face. I had a couple of sodas. I had a couple of drinks, like beers. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I'm like, why am I like this? I'm like almost 300 pounds now. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to be like this. So I said, what if tomorrow? Mm -hmm. How to stop that. I changed my display options and it still does it. So I don't know. But, um, so, um, now this thing is messing with me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I need to get a better setup for this podcasting thing because it's getting ridiculous. Fair. But uh, so I said, okay, tomorrow it's water, and if I want caffeine, I'll have black coffee. So for the next week, I drank only water and black coffee, and I found myself the next day going, you know what? I'm only going to have singles at dinner. I'm not going to try to get doubles or triples or anything. And then like a couple of days later, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to eat less during the day too. And then before I knew it, I'm down 15 pounds now. But basically what started happening is, and then I said, you know what? I should document money on a blog. So I made a blog. And then I said, you know what? I missed when I started YouTubing. So I started YouTubing. And then I said, oh, I love that podcast. So I started podcasting. And then like, I found myself like, keeping busy and i i started thinking about like this is going on a long time i'm sorry uh basically how to live my best and what i did is i took something i wrote two years ago which was like my perfect day and Mm -hmm. i figured out like what does what does tim like to do in this world you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. i said i like to do new things and learn new things with new people in new places and I want to share it with the world. So that's what I've been doing. And I've identified that even though I'm not at level hundred of my life is what I call it. I'm at a level one. I can mm-hmm. still live my life every single day by going out there and doing what I now have identified as my ideal life. Absolutely. So all, that has, all that has changed in one month and it's kind of ridiculous. I don't think it's ridiculous. I think it's awesome. I mean, the opportunity to see, have an awareness about what is happening and then make an active choice to do something different. That's part of creativity. I'm expressing my, I'm going to say life force. It sounds weird, but I'm expressing my life force differently now. Like Mm -hmm. before, I think what was happening before is I was letting myself be fooled by like the comforts of food and television and different things. And now I'm like, I, I've been feeling very apathetic for a couple of years and I didn't know why. 
And now mm-hmm. I think I know why. I'm like, this isn't what I want out of life. And you can't trick me anymore with your advertisements for food and driving off the highway. There's food signs. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's an opportunity to reevaluate. And I think there's opportunity to incorporate creativity into the evaluation and what you end up doing next. I mean, it sounds like so many goals that you have incorporate creativity, a blog, YouTube, podcasting, talking, sharing your story. What a powerful choice to make. And I hope I keep it going. I hope I, (laughs) some days I'm like, you know, maybe I'm just losing it. I'm like, but some days I'm depressed and I still get up and I still do everything that I, that I said I'll do. Mm-hmm. Like, and that I want to do like, yeah. And in miss the TV. Cause to be honest, like I went on an adventure, an adventure yesterday and I was bummed out cause where I went, like I went to this trail, I, I took forever getting to it. And then it was like a five minute trail and then it was ended and I was so <laughs> mad. But then I met two along the way and one person uh he he could be on the podcast he offered me a job in in august he uh like and then the other person told me all about how i could record a speech uh for under a hundred bucks and 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 get like a a, a demo of the speech so like so like when i put myself out there stuff happens even if it's not what i wanted to happen yeah in the as a therapist there's a form of therapy called dialectical behavioral therapy, and there's a skill called opposite action. And it sounds like you are engaging in some opposite action, doing the opposite of what you may want to do. Stay home, isolate, do nothing, and you're choosing to get out and be active. And that's a great way to kind of tackle some depressive symptoms that people experience it's also a great opportunity to, you know, re-engage with the world and your life. Awesome. You know what I realized too is when you look at like some of the shows or cartoons or things that I've been into, like look like when I was a kid, right? Look at the mm-hmm. avatar. He went and did things and learned things with new people and new places constantly. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I loved Avatar. You know what I mean? And he's even the same personality type as me, which is Mm. funny. Yeah. uh, So being able to see a reflection of yourself in cartoons. I mean, how great is that? I think I'm on to something because then I can start to help people that go, do you watch too much TV? Let's figure out what you like about the TV and and make it happen in your real life. Mm. Absolutely. And yeah. then I'll eventually move on to figuring out how food and substances work. But I feel like I need a master's or a doctorate for that <laughs> because uh, even though I know I've kind of replaced food with all this stuff, I also mm-hmm. know that it's not exactly the same. I'm still starving all the time. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's a opportunity to get professional support in those areas too. Yeah. This is some great stuff that we're coming up with. <laughs> I that's awesome. I'm so glad you're you're enjoying this. I think, you know, I think therapy if I I have to say this as a therapist. It's so important to have someone 
you can talk to about what's going on in your life, who can support you with the non-judgmental stance, be willing to, you know, help you live your best life as well. That's definitely true. And I feel like coaches can do that. I feel like therapists can do that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's amazing. The, one of the goals of all this is that I'll be able to do that for other people. Once I get to a place where I can go, okay, now I can help other people. I've helped myself. Now I can help yeah. other people. And I already help people on a day-to-day basis. That's just what I love doing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just, I'm not, I was putting myself out there for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'll coach you, I'll do this or that. And it, saying like, Tim, like your life sucks. Why would I want to coach with you? <laughs> but it's funny because the people that didn't know me that I coached from around the world like for free they're like you're so amazing you helped my life you did this you did that they, they don't know I'm 300 pounds they don't know that my room is a mess right now they don't know <laughs> they don't know that I'm yeah. still working on these rooms every single day but I'm still able to help them yeah I think we are able to help people even from the space that we're in now I have uh, an analogy that I like to use. I don't think I've said it on here. Uh, okay. It's like, okay, so you're up top and uh, you have an airplane. It's all gassed up, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm in, a, I'm in a pit and I have the key to the airplane. <laughs> so, I mean, neither one of us is in a great position. But if you help me out, I can, I can get us out of here. Mm. And that's what mm-hmm. I feel like helping people is like because – Whenever I help people, I also feel like I'm helping myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense as an analogy, but I kind of love it. I mean, I kind of came up with it. Sure. Yeah, I think we are able to help ourselves as we help others. And it's really important for us to also help ourselves with, you know, help ourselves get to a place where we can help others more fully and deeper if that's the path we want to go and where our dreams take us. And what I'm finding is like helping people is definitely something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. But I also realize like I want to travel. I realize that I want to become more financially stable myself and I want to I want to get a lot, a lot of goals accomplished myself too. I think before I was focusing on, oh, how can I help everyone else? And now I'm going, well, how can I help myself? Like, so I can help everyone else better. Kind of like what you just said. Absolutely. I too have an, it's an airplane or airline (laughs) analogy. You have to put your oxygen mask on first before you help someone else. Exactly. I'm running around. I'm like, I'm like, I'm dying. I'm like suffocating. That's the word. And, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to put on everyone's masks. And they're like, dude, your, your face is blue. I'm like, right. You got to help yourself. Put your own mask on first. And then you can help other people put theirs on. Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've said something like this, but for some reason, I'm thinking of a very basic question. Yeah. What 
is creativity? Like you already kind of explained the ways it can be expressed, but what is it? Yeah, so creativity has many, many definitions. And I don't think you would get the same answer if you asked 50 or 100 people, you would get 50 or 100 different answers of what creativity is. And for me, the experience of creativity is really generating ideas. So creativity has kind of two parts. We have the idea generating part and then the taking those ideas into action part. And creativity really is about generating ideas or coming up with things or having ideas. And then innovation is about taking those ideas and doing something with them. So it's a two-part piece for creativity. So creativity and innovation really go hand in hand, and they together create innovativity, which is creativity and innovation put together. You repeat the word? Innovativity. Innovativity. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I like that. What this is yeah. making me think of is that creativity could also be said to be the expression of choices. Mm. You know, creativity would be the ideas of choices and innovation would be the action of choices. Making a new choice would be innovating that idea. Okay. And then innovativity would be both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Innovativity really is putting them both together. So coming up with that you want to make or an idea and then mm -hmm. putting it into action and it's in yeah, okay. seeing if it works and sometimes it fails and that's okay we go back to the ideas what's another idea how can we try that one i guess that's that's life i guess it is it is a lot of life you know some people <laughs> say creativity is connecting dots or it's about problem solving and all of that could be very true. You know, I think that's why creativity means different things to different people. I think you had the, the most precise definition, though. Like <laughs> Thank coming you. Coming up with ideas and putting them into action, that's creativity. Yeah, because yeah. you, know, you go to put a hat on. Oh, I have a hat. Okay, then you put it on. Boom. That's creativity and, and innovation. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. That's awesome. And how does the blue hat make you feel? Or maybe you have an idea that I want to feel playful or powerful today. And I'm going to put this blue hat on because I feel powerful in the blue hat. That's a creative experience. I'm going to come here. Mm -hmm. And if you woke up and it was like you had no choices of or you couldn't come up with any ideas. Like even that guy we talked about who... Uh, I was mistakenly said what wasn't create creative. <laughs> he makes a choice what to wear. He makes a choice what to drink, what to eat, where where to work technically, which, which way to drive to work. Like he makes a lot of choices, yeah. And therefore, he has a lot of creativity. And if he didn't have any of those choices, he would be living a worse life. Like if he was, you have to wear this, you have to drink that. And I think that's why creativity is such an important part of living your best life because it's an important part of you as a person and how you express yourself mm -hmm. in the world. Absolutely. And, and just to throw a delightful, fun curve at you, Albert Einstein only had one suit, multiples of the same suit because he never wanted to have to think about what he was going to wear in the morning. 
so he could use his creativity in other parts of his life. He didn't want to yeah, take a lot of time getting dressed. I was thinking you were going to say something like that, to be honest. Because people <laughs> yeah. like uh, Steve Jobs have done that too with the with the turtlenecks. And the... Exactly. So that makes me yeah. wonder, do we only have so much creative power in a given day? I don't know if we only have so much creative power in a given day. I think many of us or many people, I know myself, want to use my creativity in certain areas of my life more than others. Um, and then there are other times where I do choose to use my creativity when I am getting dressed. And other times it shows up way more in cooking or way more in how I drive or the plans that I make to, you know, plant my vegetable garden. Um, so I, I think it just depends on where you want to put your focus and your energy on any given day. That's very true. You kind of, you're really good at exploring. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> I spend a lot of time thinking about creativity. So <laughs> I am, I can imagine. Yeah. The, you know, I think so many people, believe creativity is only for a certain type of person or that you need a you need to be born with the quote creative gene and i truly believe that we are all creative and creativity is a muscle that you have to flex and you have to engage with over and over and over to integrate it into your life to look at life through the eyes or with creative eyes is a skill it's not really something as adults, we spend a lot of time doing. As children, that's all we did. We looked at the world through eyes of creativity and a box became a pirate ship and a empty paper towel roll became a sword. You know, your cat became a dinosaur or a shark. And, and yet as we get older, our ability to engage in that creative world get smaller and smaller and smaller unless we continue to flex that creative muscle. Again, wow, yeah, that good. I have to come up with better responses, but no, I know exactly what you mean. I'm actually, uh, do you know anything about MBTI? I do not. So big type indicator. Oh, like a the M, test. I thought you said N, yes. The personality test, the Myers-Briggs. Yes, I do know. Uh, wait, do you know your type? I do know my type. I'm not going to remember it. It's the, oh, what is my type? Um, I am an extrovert. Okay, so I, e. Oh, goodness gracious me. And then it, N or S? I, oh, an F, an E, F, N. What is my... Are you an ENFP? I think I am. <laughs> That's why we're having such a nice, a nice call. But ENFP. Oh no! So I'm an EN. I'm an. I'm an ENFJ. Uh, of course, I'm. but still, still, it explains a lot. So the yeah. P's are known as the most imaginative type. We spend a lot, a lot of time in our heads. 
coming up with all kinds of ideas constantly and we have a hard time uh focusing in the real world and then in the now mm-hmm. so uh, i everyone tells me i'm basically like a 25 year old kid and they try to correct me and i tell them i'm like you can't correct me i go to the park i'll do parkour on the benches uh i'll go on the swings i'll play basketball with the little kids like like not in a weird way just like like uh, that's how i live my life and i think that i got lucky (laughs) because a lot of people they outgrow it but i i'm always like that i love that yeah i think it's so important but it is it's really something you have to practice it's not something as adults you have to practice as kids we just do it but as adults we do need to continue to engage with it. And it might look a little bit different for you and how you express it and experience than how I express it and experience. But the other day it was raining. I guess it was like a month ago, it was raining and I put on my rain boots and I went and I jumped in puddles in the rain. And I was really frustrated from my work day and I went and I jumped in puddles and it completely shifted my mood and helped me let go of the frustration and irritability I was experiencing. And it was something as simple as like jumping in puddles. But as an adult, we feel kind of foolish doing that, or we think people will judge us. And, you know, it's an opportunity for us to really step into something we know is going to help us and just engage with it and do it. And you never know what, how that might impact or influence someone else to go jump in puddles when they feel frustrated. That's true. And honestly, I, that's kind of how I feel about uh, when you're, when you're living your best life too. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you're living your best life, it rubs off on people. They notice that you're eating less. They notice that you're doing this content every day. They notice these things that you're and it rubs off on them. Just like being creative rubs off on people. Yeah, Absolutely. Like there could have been, it's exciting. There could have been like an old guy inside who hasn't jumped in the rain in a puddle for thirty years, forty, fifty, sixty years, maybe more. And he, (laughs) after you go inside, he comes out and jumps in the puddle. Like you, you you didn't see it, but who knows? Exactly. I like to believe that that happens. Too. (laughs) (laughs) I like to think like when people like, oh, you're acting childish. I like to think that. They slightly enjoy it, slash, they act a little more childish in the bit. Because I think childish is the wrong word. I think uh, imagine and playful are better words. Absolutely. Or just human. Because kids are humans, adults are humans, we're humans. So we have that capacity to, and to tap into it and engage with it and play. And as adults, we forget how to play. And Adult play looks a little bit different, but if you've ever been to Comic-Con, that's a lot of adults playing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so so do you want to move from into play or? I mean, they go hand in hand. Okay. I mean, play is an aspect of creativity. It's a way to tap into your creativity. It's a way to express your creativity. Um, I think a lot of a lot of children, you know, express creativity through play and actors are playing 
all the time on stage, in rehearsal, trying new things, exploring new avenues, getting curious about things. Um, but there's so many different types of play. There's, you know, rough and tumble play, imaginative play, fantasy play, um, like reading books, and that's part of play as well. Um, kind of the grandfather of play, Stuart Brown, um, says there's seven types of play. And off the top of my head, I'm not going to remember what all of them are. But um, yeah, exploring each type of play. I think can be helpful in helping us rekindle or reignite that experience in our life. So what is it to play a sport? Um, that's a type of play. Uh, what is it to have kind of interpretive movement play, rough and tumble play, imagination, fantasy, reading, drawing, get a color, get a, um, a coloring book and a bunch of crayons and color something. So it's just another way to express our creative selves and another way to tap into creativity in a fashion that has a little more boundary than something else. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And thinking about for some reason is like uh, this guy I talked to to change his life but the one thing that he really loves is watching and playing soccer mm. and that just made me think like even adults like play there's just different types of it like you said mm -hmm. absolutely you know creativity is about finding things that bring you joy and happiness and incorporating creativity into your life will bring you more joy and happiness that is very true I think a lot of times when I think of the idea of living your best life, I think I, I'm still learning about this concept and that's what I'm discovering in every episode, like what it truly means to live your best life. Cause I think there's, there's no easy answer. So what I'm thinking is like, I see living your best life as goals. Like you get the mm -hmm. car, you get the house for me. You can, I can travel. I got the body. I'm fit. Like I see it as that, but that is not enough to explain what it means to live your best life. Cause if you're not happy and you're not fulfilled, then mm -hmm. you're going to be living your best life. Creativity and playfulness. If you're, I feel like we were talking about earlier, everyone needs a different degree of creativity. I think you kind of said that. And mm -hmm. therefore we said, uh, therefore everyone needs a different degree of play. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm losing my train of thought, <laughs> but uh, I think what I'm saying, yeah, I lost it. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. You know, this idea of living your best life, it really is unique to each and every one of us because I would say for me, living my best life has a lot to do with the, you know, how I relate to myself, that I'm caring and kind to myself and I take time to get to know who I am what do I like what is the identity of Mari who is this human and being able to recognize that and breathe in it and pay attention to it and have awareness and be mindful of how I engage with myself and how I engage with others I think is part of 
for me living my best life. I, very true. Like for me, I, I realized when my TV broke, like I was like, I'm living a life that I feel I slid into, but it's not the true me. It's not the true mm -hmm. life that I want to live. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that getting to know yourself and getting a lot of people you talk to, I, I go and I ask people, a lot of them are like kids and teenagers. I ask them like, well, what's life about for you? And the kids will answer something simple, basketball. I get a lot of, cause they're playing basketball at the park. They play every day. It, the life is about basketball. I yeah. get a couple answers like maybe video games, but that's about it. It's usually, it's usually basketball. And then mm -hmm. when I asked the teenagers, like 14, 15, they say, I have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. the, older, the older people say it's about work or it's about trying to get retirement or or something mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all have different ideas of what our best life is. And I think sometimes what we think our best life is, we spend a lot of time thinking about what that is and not a lot of time living our life. Yep, yep. That's the next piece is that you have to, <laughs> you come up with an idea and then you have to figure out how to put it in action and test it out. Do like a, mm. like a test on like, okay, for example, if I want to be a coach, can I just like call up a friend and like talk to him about his day or like what is going on with his life, you know? And then if I, if I enjoyed that, like, okay, that was a test. Okay. That gives me an idea of if this is something. Mm -hmm. That might be a yeah. bad example, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to learn how to cook pasta, yeah, you'd get all the ingredients and try out a recipe and if you hated it you might not ever do it again but if you liked it maybe you would try it again exactly and i'm trying to get the omelet down i don't know why make an omelet i'm getting really mad <laughs> but <laughs> i i am enjoying it every time and it still tastes okay it's just it, it's not an omelet form that's all oh yeah i mean I am not a chef, but I hear that making an omelet is deceptively simple. Yep. <laughs> I'll get it eventually. I'm sure you will. I don't know what I did wrong, though, because I let it cook like it, everything looked cooked. And then I tried to scoop it up and fold it in the middle but the sides stuck. So maybe I cooked it too much and it stuck. I don't, I don't. You should <laughs> don't have a chef on and ask him all your burning cooking questions. I know, I know. Honestly, so I don't know if this has anything to do with creativity or the fact that I'm expressing my creativity, but mm -hmm. doing these podcasts has made my life so much. Like just talking mm -hmm. to people that like, I would consider you like successful in your life. And that doesn't mean, I don't know if you're a millionaire or anything like that, but I mean like you are passionate about something, you're experienced in something and you have a lot of good things to say. And like, it makes me happy. Like I try to talk to random people about it too, but mm -hmm. I feel like people that are on this road, like we are 
writers and like mm-hmm. like it just you guys have so much to say and it's, it's it's amazing well thank you for seeing that and saying that i really appreciate it i think we don't hear it enough from other people from strangers or friends how others see us so thank you i'm super like people say that uh i exaggerate hmm. and I tell them I don't exaggerate. I just feel very intensely. So, <laughs> so if you say something that makes me very happy, I'm going to tell you that mm-hmm. made me really happy what you said. And other people might have just like shrugged it off, but I noticed it because I'm very receptive to things like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I think I I love talking about creativity. I get energized talking about it, sharing the world of creativity with other people who are curious about it or who want to explore it and incorporate more creativity in their own lives. I love working with people around sparking creativity and sustaining creativity. Whether you believe you are creative or not, it doesn't matter. Creativity is something everyone can learn and in engage with and participate with and change your life that's very true as an uh a long time gamer i haven't really played much in the last couple years i told Mm -hmm. you i was kind of apathetic about everything but uh yeah as a gamer i'm like so there's this thing called creative energy and everyone Mm -hmm. has a different amount of it i want the maximum amount I want to be the creative master. Like, <laughs> like that's yeah. how my brain is. I'm like, how can I be more creative in my videos? How can I be more creative in my podcast? And how can I be more creative in my blog? Like, that's what I'm thinking right now. I'm like, I'm kind of energized. Yeah, I love it. I love hearing that. And there's so many ways. And, you know, sometimes creativity is really big in expression. And sometimes it's really small. Like last night. My creative experience of dinner was ordering out (laughs) because I didn't have the energy to cook. That happens though. It does. And acknowledging, you know, it's a choice and creatively I got to choose where I wanted to order food from and what I wanted to order. And yeah, so there's all sorts of creativity. It doesn't have to be really big. It can be really small and it doesn't have to, include other people it can be a very personal private experience that you just share with yourself that no one else will ever see or know about except for you that's pretty special yeah creativity it doesn't it's not really about performing or sharing it with other people sometimes the most creative thing you can do for yourself is something you never share with anyone else. You just do it purely because you love to do it and it brings you a lot of joy. That makes a lot of sense to me, except for I, I like sharing everything with the world, but <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people are more private than me. That's why like in my blog, I'm just like, I don't say everything on there, but like, I, I don't put like, I tell you what's going on in my life. <laughs> yeah. And for some people that works and for others it really doesn't. And so that it comes back to knowing who you are and what feels good for you and what works for you and how you want to show up each and every day. 
That's very true. And honestly, I keep saying that. And honestly, uh, <laughs> um, if you're someone like me who like wants to experience everything life has to offer, mm-hmm. like uh, one, I did a video the other day learning difficult skills. Like I'm learning how to make thumbnails. I've made some thumbnails and I'm learning how to edit videos. Mm. I've always struggled with it, but I'm learning how to do it. And nice. it's, what I'm thinking after talking to you is like, wait a second. All that I put down in the past because I wasn't good at them, like drawing or guitar or anything, I can just do it. Like, <laughs> and it doesn't matter the outcome. It's just, yeah. How can I express myself in this medium? And then like 50 years, I'm okay at drawing. I'm okay at guitar. And I'm, I'm like a jack of all trades, which I, I want think I am anyways. Yeah. Yeah. We, we stop ourselves so much. Our evaluative part of our brain, that prefrontal cortex spends a lot of time telling us what we are and are not good at. And yet if we tell that part of our brain to kind of take a vacation and allow our subconscious to show up, our subconscious thinks we're awesome at a lot of things. And our ability to try new things and keep coming back to it because we want to and we get a lot of joy from it. It doesn't matter how good we are at it. If it brings you joy, keep doing it. That's very true. That's a really good quote. If it brings you joy, keep doing it. Unless mm-hmm. it's really bad for you. <laughs> I guess caveat yes as long as it doesn't destroy your life <laughs> keep doing it i feel like i say that in one of my one of my blogs or something i feel like i said that <laughs> yeah i mean i guess you can say everything within reason and if it brings you joy you know joy isn't something that is a something that keeps you from living your life. It enhances your life. Exactly. And it, and I think it's that... not a chemical, an ingested chemical. It's a production from your body that you're experiencing. Yeah. I think like what we were talking about way earlier when I said, mm-hmm. I don't really know how to translate the stuff from like drinking or smoking or anything like that. But if you can figure out like, okay, how can we recreate the, the feeling of drinking in something in real life? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works. But if we can do that, then I think we can move on from it. Hopefully. Well, that would be a whole nother podcast because it's about motivation. But yes. <laughs> yeah, we're probably getting there. We're at like 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I've really enjoyed this. And. Do you have any closing things about creativity or um, living your best life or play or any of the stuff we talked about? Oh my gosh. I mean, for people who don't think they're creative, I would encourage you to try something you've always wanted to try. And even if you suck at it or if you fail, you still tried it. And trying new things is about sparking creativity. Try a new food. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Like you don't have to go skydiving, but try a food you've never tried before or walk around a neighborhood you've never walked around before. Um, 
and notice what happens with your creativity. So those are just some tiny ways to engage with creativity in your everyday life. You might have answered this, but I just need to know before you leave. Yeah. Why do you even need to do it? Why why bother? Like I don't understand. I'm I'm joking around sort of, but like like if someone said like, "Well, why 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 do why that? why get creative or why why is creativity important?" Why? Like, I mean, I, I guess I would ask, well, why is breathing important? Oh, Keeps you alive. <laughs> yeah, I think that I have a lot to think about, but I think that I'm realizing like so much of my life is creativity. Like, and I didn't realize it. Yeah. I sit there thinking all these thoughts all day. And that's where I'm in probably lived a lot of time in the creativity stage and not in the innovation stage. Mm-hmm. And now I'm coming into the inactivity and, and <laughs> yeah drastically yeah who knows what will happen tomorrow or the next day or the next day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly i love it i think it's great awesome. mari right i said that right yes mari rhymes with atari ferrari and safari <laughs> oh my Oh, that was awesome. Tim. It's just Tim, I guess. <laughs> you could say slim. I don't know. <laughs> I like to tell myself that. I don't know. Yeah. There's, yeah, lots of things, rhyme things. It's creativity right there. There you go. Yeah. But yep. thank you. It has been such a treat to chat with you about creativity and play and all of the things and living your best life and you know, if I can give a little plug for my podcast, if people want to listen to more conversations about creativity, they can hop on to Sustaining Creativity Podcast wherever they listen to podcasts. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at Sustaining Creativity. Awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. And hopefully if I ever get any active listeners, uh, they'll check it out. And, <laughs> and Perfect. And if you ever- If you ever want me on your podcast, just let me know. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Well, it's been a treat. Definitely. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful night and make some creative decisions, even if it's just takeout. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You too. Enjoy your evening. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.